0: Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas at Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I want to say thank you to each of our listeners today. I'm very grateful for you turning in, tuning in today. And I am just overly excited today to have a returning diva with me, Linda Roberts and she is going to speak about the animal's perspective and insider's look into the feelings and observations of animals. Oh, wow, this sounds incredible. Linda, could you please introduce
1: yourself to our listeners today? Yes, thank you for having me, Joyce. I am really happy to be back here again. I always enjoy talking about animals. (laughs) So um, I am an animal communicator, and I have been doing this for the past 10 years or so, and I didn't realize that it was even something that people could do when I first started out. Um, But I do help animals to live in harmony with their people so that people don't get frustrated or worry about how the animals are feeling or how they're thinking, and then it's a win-win because then the humans are at ease and the animals get their uh, voice heard and their feelings conveyed. So I, I really enjoy what I what I do, and, of course, I have lots of animals myself. I've got a horse, <laughs> two dogs, and two cats. um oh. Oh, wow. Well, oh, I just
0: love that! and I can just hear it in your voice how passionate you are about doing this with the animals and being a animal communicator. Wow, well, what um with that passion, why is it such a drive for you to be an animal communicator
1: well i I've always been a lifelong animal lover, especially horses. I swear, my mom used to say, you came out of me asking for a horse. (laughs) And and, and, yeah, I've just been in love with animals. Um, I love humans as well, but there's just been this, you know, magnetic draw to animals in my life. And I actually went to college to be a veterinarian, but then I changed my mind and I thought, you know, I think there's, Something else I'm supposed to do to help the animals, and you know, decades later, um, I'm going through my own personal strife with my my beloved horse, and I, I just tapped into this ability. But being able to give the animals a voice is is so important to me because you know, so many people don't quite understand what their animals are trying to to say to them. And you know I've often thought, you know, why did our why did our creator have us love these animals so much but yet we can't clearly physically understand what they're trying to say or hear them, you know? It's through this energy telepathy that we're able to access their messages and their feelings and what their wants and desires are.
0: I can totally relate cuz the love for animals, I always felt I I enjoyed the people but I always felt I had a special connection to my animals. Horses and dogs have always been the two that they were the ones I always went to. They were the ones that seemed to understand me and I'm like, oh man, this is just incredible. <laughs>
1: yeah. Absolutely. I just I just
0: love that and they are so special. Well how did you really learn to become an animal communicator?
1: Well, I learned through trial and error, Um, and Mm -hmm. it took me several years to understand it. Um, You know, I I started to meditate, and I started to quiet my mind. I'm a big thinker. I've always relied on my mind and my memory to help me, but then life happened, and I was under a lot of stress with the sudden passing of my mother and being a participant in a difficult divorce, and then my horse was sick. And I just wanted to get away from it all. And so I went into meditation, and I just quieted my mind for about two minutes, and I started to hear voices. And I started to see these faint, fuzzy, slight, like waves of images. It wasn't crystal clear at all. But then then I... I focused a little bit more, and then these messages started to come through from my horse, from other people's animals, and and it just goes from there. This is why I love to teach it because we all have this ability, and you know it, it was like a dream come true. Being an, a lifelong animal lover for forty some years, not being able to talk with them, and then all of a sudden figuring out, oh, I can understand what they're trying to tell me. I can help them through their illness or through their, their end-of-life um, experience, or, or, mm-hmm. you know, or anything else that, that comes, you know, strife between siblings or litter mates or things like that.
0: Right. Oh, oh, how beautiful. And I love how you said you quieted your mind. You just kind of went inside yourself and listened to what was being said to you that, in our busy world, I often feel we we are so busy hearing everything else around us we don't stop long enough to listen to the voices inside of us so that is absolutely,
1: beautiful. yeah, and that yeah. voice inside of us is a guide,
0: mhm, mhm, you know it'll direct still...
1: you to oh go'm sorry, no, go ahead, go on oh i'm just gonna I was just gonna say that 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 voice. Is, is like a guide, and mm-hmm. in a way, it's like I was navigating my life blindfolded and deaf, <laughs> and and then tapping into that voice or that guide. I'm like, oh, now I see the synchronicities of life, or of this experience, or of this situation. Mm-hmm. So it's it's beautiful. Thank you.
0: Yes, yes, that is beautiful. Well, do you? What I was going to say, do you feel it's our intuition? if we just listen to our intuition? Is that some of it? Yes.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. I believe we have six senses, at least six Mm -hmm. senses. And being able (laughs) to tap into that quiet, soft, subtle, um, intuitive gift that we all have, that's where the magic happens. And, you know, things aren't always as they seem. I've always enjoyed... Um, stories where you know the, the heroine wins or the hero wins or you know the, these positive, um, uplifting stories, and and it's like it was unfolding in front of me, where it was like, oh my gosh, I'm so frustrated. I'm I'm struggling to sleep tonight because I'm worried about my horse because you know he colicked and I don't know what to do. Do I take him to the hospital? How's he gonna be? Am I gonna see him again? And, and all of that was going through my head um, many, many night times because he would colic a lot. And to be able to, t- to check in with him telepathically, you know, he, he lived far away from me. He lived about 30 minutes away from me. And to be oh, wow. able to check in with him energetically through my intuition every night to say, hey, are you doing okay? I'm going to go to sleep now. Is everything all right? And to get that confirmation back from him that yeah I'm I'm okay I'm I, I'm uh, good it it, it uh, it's very very powerful <laughs> and it's a blessing because my gosh we drive ourselves crazy with worry about our loved ones right
0: yes totally
1: <laughs> and those yeah. loved ones
0: are our animals a lot of times I mean because they're yes. they're my family. I call my dog family, my horse family. They are my family. And, yes, when they're not feeling well or something's not right, it just, it is stressful, very stressful. And I love how you're saying that you could communicate with him when you were 30 minutes away from him and get that reassurance that he gave you that I'm okay. That is is just beautiful.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, do you feel, too, that that is, it comes through in energy waves also? Is it energy levels with inside their bodies that communicate to through to us?
1: Yes, yes. And so this is some of what I teach in my courses, um, is we all have energy within us. Animals have mm-hmm. energy. Plants have energy. Crystals and rocks have energy. Water has energy. Everything has this life force energy to it, including humans. When we tap into that energy, we make a connection to another, be it a human or an animal, there's an energy exchange that happens. And again, it's not reading body language. You don't have to be physically present in order to Tap into this energy exchange. But in in a very in a very simple way, we're connecting through our chakra systems, these energy spinning spheres within our energy bodies that help to keep us healthy. So if you've heard of the third eye chakra, the third eye chakra in the middle of your forehead is one of the ways in which people can access their intuitive communication abilities with other humans and with the animals. Wow. Now, you explain that a little
0: more. You said that on your forehead. Explain a little bit to our listeners about that, where you can connect, where it's located maybe on our forehead and some of this.
1: Yes. So, there are chakra systems that are within a human body. Uh, I should say a human's energy body, and there are chakra systems within an animal's energy body. The third eye chakra, as I mentioned, is in the middle of your forehead, and that is the one that helps us to use our telepathic abilities in communicating with others. So in a way, what you can visualize, if you're a visual person, is you Mm -hmm. can think of, oh, my third eye chakra is open and spinning in a healthy, balanced way. It's flowing nicely. I'm going to reach out, kind of like a handshake, and I'm going to communicate with, you know, my beloved dog or my cat or my horse, even though they're sleeping in the other room. And I'm going to see what I pick up from. And so then what happens is, if you set the intention of doing that, that animal's third eye chakra may activate. Even though they're sleeping, you can still activate. And and then you may get a feeling or a sensation. So like that handshake, their energy coming out of their third eye chakra connects with the energy coming out of your third eye chakra, and it connects like a channel. And then information is transferred back and forth in between the channel. So you can get images, you can get sounds, you can get feelings, emotions, physical sensations, all through this channel of energy. It's really an incredible thing. (laughs) Wow, that is, oh, I just love that.
0: That explains more than how you communicated with your horse being 30 minutes away through that channel of energy. Oh, what a beautiful yeah. explanation, Linda. I love that. Well, <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad it
1: made sense. Oh, that did. That
0: was just beautiful. That, you have also, I copied off a quote from your beautiful website whispers of love which is i love that website it is just beautiful but that explains a lot it says energy healing helps you to find balance and clarity and i'm like wow how well that sums it up i mean because you can channel to the animals and you channel back and forth with each other and that is just beautiful oh i love it (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: On your website, there is a picture of you and your. I, is that Howie your horse?
1: Yes. Uh huh.
0: The love that you can just see generating the energy between the two of you is absolutely beautiful in that picture. Would you tell our listeners a little bit about Howie and how he has touched your life? Because I've heard him mentioned different times already in this interview. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for noticing the, the love we have for one another. Um, uh-huh. I, I believe that he and I have been together many lifetimes, and I, I find this is true for a lot of my clients. When I communicate with them, there's lifetimes of love and experience that happens between these souls. Um, and so for Howie and myself in particular, um, you know he, he he he's a great teacher. he actually helped me to learn animal communication and it, it unfolded in um in a couple of years time, which was a beautiful thing but you know he's he's very demonstrative and very expressive so mm-hmm. when I was communicating with him in his physical presence, you know I'd be standing in front of him or in his stall or would be in a round pen or doing something. He would confirm my questions with a physical head nod. He's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) And and still to this day, he'll do that when someone's asking a question about their horse and he has his own opinion about it and he's in the cross ties and then he nods his head. Yeah. (laughs) You know, they all have their funny characters. Um, But yeah, he, he has been my love and support for 13 years now. Um, oh, yeah. Gosh, he supported me through um, going through the loss of my mom, as I mentioned, going through a difficult mm-hmm. divorce, and then being an empty nester um, after yeah. my kids went away to school. So he's just been my rock, and I, I cherish every moment we have together.
0: <laughs> mm hmm. <laughs>
1: As uh, I'm sure you that, know.
0: <laughs> oh yes, how well I know. I yeah, I definitely know that. I have one that's 25 now, and I've had him since he's four. And, and yeah, he is he is incredible. And he he always comes. He is a kisser. I mean, he'll come up and it's, when he comes to greet you, he puts his face, his mouth right next to my face on my cheek, and that's his hello. And yeah, and he's just. He's just so compassionate. I have three of them, and he's the one that's the compassionate one and always there. If I, if he sees me, his head is up like, hi, I'm right here. <laughs> so, yes, I can totally understand what you're saying about they are your rock. Yeah, and you go to him a lot of times. I'll go out there if I'm feeling kind of stressed or it's been a rough day, and he's just like, it's okay, just relax, it's going to be all right. He just is always so comforting. Like I said, he has the compassion and comfort in a horse. I have a little red healer, too, that is the same way. I mean, he's just my, he's my world, too. So, yes, these animals are totally incredible. I love how they communicate with us. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes, yes, and you know what, they know us so well. And uh-huh. I'm a firm believer in reincarnation, and I feel that they've been with us another lifetime and that they they know, you know, our hot buttons and they know how to calm us down because they've experienced our soul many other times. And I think it goes both ways. You know, I know what he likes, you know, his, his favorite scratches and his favorite treats.
0: Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Um,
1: it's, you know, it's just it's funny to see it play out.
0: Yes, yes, it definitely is. And oh, that's so interesting how you said that you believe in the reincarnation, in the animals, because I just thought about that this morning, because I had a very special little blue Aussie when I was growing up, and I lost him, and I was like, I wonder if my little red healer has come back into my life all these years, in knowing how I felt about that little blue Aussie, and yeah. I I can I relate to that too because I that thought just went through my mind this morning and how ironic that I just thought about it this morning and now we're talking about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's synchronicity, of course. <laughs>
0: yes it is. That is very much so. Oh wow. Now do you feel you and Howie have I think you mentioned you feel you have maybe been in lifetimes together already. This isn't the first lifetime.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I I have um I'm also a practicing shaman and so I do mm-hmm. past life regressions for myself and for other people and and animals and I have looked into many lifetimes with, with Howie and uh he likes being a horse. He's been my horse many lifetimes. So
0: oh, yes,
1: we he and I have been together many lifetimes.
0: So you have lots of connections that go back many, many moons, many years, and oh, that is oh, yes. that is beautiful. Yeah, yes. and you know you can really see that in your two's expression to each other that it's not just a love that has happened; it's a love that's developed over many, many lifetimes. Because it is definitely yes. there. It is beautiful, and I love how you say "animal whisper." 'cause how true that is. I feel they whisper to us just like we whisper to them. And yes. that's kind of my thinking. <laughs> yes. That's
1: that's very accurate.
0: <laughs> oh, I that is so awesome. That is really, really, really neat. Now when you do animal communication with your clients, do you do a lot of it remotely? Do you do it in person? And how do you feel is the best way? Do you have a favorite way to do it?
1: (laughs) Yes. um, I I do probably 95% of my communication sessions remotely, and I've Mm -hmm. only seen about 5% of the thousands of animals that I've talked to over the, the past decade or so I have clients all over the world from Australia to Egypt to England and then here in the United States. And it's, it's all, it's done remotely. It's the energy that I'm connecting with. And the beautiful thing about energy is it's not constrained by time or space. So it goes through walls. It goes, it, you know, goes over miles. It's incredible I've even had the pleasure of speaking with animals who have transitioned oh, so wow. it's there's they're still their soul is still active even though they don't have a physical body anymore and mm-hmm. you can connect with them um, and this is something I'm really passionate about and teaching people because boy have I had to counsel so many people who are mourning and grieving and thinking oh my god I'm never going to see that soul again they touched me so deeply and I'm like whoa wait a minute <laughs> you guys have already been together 10 lifetimes who's to say it's not going to happen again and um, and so to open people's eyes to, to that possibility is, is wonderful but um, I, I I feel I have less distractions when I'm doing remote sessions with the animals because if I'm around Mm -hmm. an animal, I'm going to want to pet it and scratch it and, (laughs) you know, just be loving their physical self, Mm -hmm. but that's a distraction as well. So I think doing those sessions remotely for me is what helps me to stay accurate and the least amount of information I have about an animal, actually, the better I feel my reading is because it hasn't been tainted and it hasn't been um, guided with some other, you know, information or data that could mm-hmm. distract me from the task at hand.
0: Oh, that is really neat because what you're, what I'm hearing is. When you don't know the animal You're going in with No judgments, no ideas And just really Going in to hear what they're To tell you, where if if You've heard different things, just like All of us, we all kind of Gather an opinion A little bit, where if you don't know Anything, you're going in Free-minded, and the energy can just Flow at that point Oh, wow (laughs)
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Our minds are always active, right? And they're always trying to solve a problem, <laughs> but we mm-hmm. want to listen to that intuition instead.
0: <laughs> right. Oh, wow. Well, do you feel you sometimes call on the energy from the animals and feel that energy coming back to you, especially like when you're doing it remote?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's like I, like I call them up on the phone. You know, Mm -hmm. you, you push the button, you prepare yourself for a call, you push the button, dial the phone, and then you wait for them to pick up. So doing a communication session is kind of like that, but it's at lightning fast speed because energy is very fast and our thoughts are very fast. So it happens rather quickly. So it's like Within a quarter of a second, you get that connection and that response back to "Are you there?" Before you have finished asking that whole sentence, you get a reply back.
0: Oh, wow. oh that is awesome! Yes, I love that. It's just uh, it's real. It just comes through real fluently. Really, wow! And oh, beautiful, beautiful. Well, Linda, this interview has gone so quickly. I cannot believe we have been chatting and you have given our listeners so much valuable information in such a short period of time. Do you have some final tips and thoughts you would like to leave with our listeners
1: today? Yes, absolutely. Um, so in the the five or six years that I've been teaching people how to do this, their own personal doubts is probably the number one barrier that gets in their way. And so I want to remind people to set aside some of those doubts while you're trying to connect with your animal because we all have this ability. We're born with it, and you want to be able to access it. So remind yourself, it's like learning a foreign language. It's going to take some practice. I'm going to stumble, I'm going to misinterpret things sometimes, but if you really want to do it, do it. We all have this ability to do so.
0: Oh, Oh, what beautiful tips to leave with our listeners today. Such wonderful words to ponder and to know that we have that ability to communicate with our animals if we just go inside and listen to our intuition too. Oh, beautiful. I loved it, Linda. Linda, I want to thank thank you you so much for being my guest. And I do hope you will come back and share more of your animal communication knowledge with our listeners on another interview sometime.
1: Yes, I'd love that. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it, Joyce. You are so
0: welcome, and we will definitely have you back because this was incredible. I'd learned so much. I was taking notes as you were talking, and I just loved it. <laughs>
1: so, Great
0: to thank all of our listeners too for listening to this incredible interview with our amazing diva, Linda Roberts. And as you heard, she will be returning to our show later on to fill us in on some more about animal communication. And we will post her wonderful website, Whispers of Love, as a link below in this interview, and please check it out. Please share this show with all your family and friends and check out all the hosts and their amazing shows on DivasThatCare.com. Have a fantastic day. Be kind to all. Give your animals a big extra hug and share your love with them. Until we connect again on robust lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care.